Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. Sox take the series, winning by one run as they score the go-ahead run in the top of the seventh inning. Austin Bunn delivered a two-out RBI single the opposite way. And what a great game for the Apple Sox as they did a great job in this one, picking up the win. They trailed 3 to nothing after the first inning for the second time in as many days. So strange how that worked, but they found a way to rally back and get the job done once again. Wadanshi gave up three runs in the bottom of the first but they settled down from there. Ryan Martinez did a great job in this game. Five innings pitched, three runs, two of them earned on five hits, walked one, and struck out three. Phenomenal job from him with four scoreless innings after that three spot in the first. He wasn't really helped. There was an error in there as well, but some just fantastic work from him along the way. Martinez got a double play ball to end the third inning and then a huge strikeout in the fifth inning, getting Avery Ortiz swinging for his second-to-last out that he would get. Martinez deals a comeback right to the mound, flips the second for one that's there in time. The throw to first from Buxton to Amundsen is in time for an inning-ending double play. A soft comebacker back to the mound results in a twin killer, and the Apple Sox get through the inning. They score one to the top of the third, keep the Elks off of the board of the bottom half, and trail 3-1 to one now heading to the fourth. The 0-2 again from Martinez, off-speed, swing and a miss for strike three. Ortiz can't catch up to that, and he is retired here for the second out of the fifth inning. Fantastic work from Martinez, his first start of the season, and the Apple Sox went to work after that. They got one run in the third inning thanks to an RBI single from Ty Kennedy, followed up in the fourth inning by an RBI double from Garrett Gores, and he would come around to score shortly after that. Deals, it's a swing and a ground ball, up the middle, off of the glove of a diving Jackson. This gets into center field, and it will score Westerlin from second. RBI single from Ty Kennedy to put the Apple Sox on the board. It's 3-1, to one. Wadachi only down by two now in the top of the third. Gorse reaches out, pokes it in the air toward the right center field gap. This will drop in for extra bases. Gorse hustles around first. Bun and easily able to score from second. An RBI double by Garrett Gores to make it a 3-2 game. Apple Sox only down by one run now as Gores gets the job done. A two-way standout this past spring at Spokane Falls. And he cashes in in his second at-bat of this summer. Wadanshi would take the lead in the seventh inning. RBI single from Austin Bunn. And that was all they needed to pick up a 4-3 win. The 2-1 Bunn reaches out, lofts it over the glove of the first baseman, Thomas. This should give Wenatchee the lead. Kennedy around from second, slides. He is safe. It's 4-3 Apple Sox here in the top of the seventh inning. Austin Bunn with his second hit of the night. It's an RBI single to make it 4-3 Apple Sox. Ty Silva back in the batter's box. One ball, two strikes, the pitch. Swing and a miss, first strike three. Toby Haar wraps this one up, and the Apple Sox are 2-0 to open up 2023. Three scoreless innings of relief from Haar, two punch outs in there, and two big victories for the Apple Sox to begin this weekend. They take the series here on the road, defeating the Elks, in a series at Vince Guetta Stadium for the first time since 2019. And the Apple Sox are off to a great start here to open up the summer. 4-3, Wenatchee wins here tonight. We're joined now here in the broadcast booth. We're going to be joined by our first 
hero of the game, Ty Kennedy, joining us after a great game that he had in this one. Ty had a two-for-four showing in this game. And back-to-back -back days with plenty of opportunities for you reaching base here, Ty. It's been a nice start to your Apple Sox tenure, hasn't yes, it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's been really nice. What's it been like for you jumping into the lineup? What has it meant to be playing every day, leading off? You redshirted this spring. Got to be I fun did. these last two days. Yeah, man. Um, I, uh, I haven't really played an actual game with uh, fans since high school pretty much, so it's been really fun to get out here and like see everyone, get the noise, and obviously play some baseball. Were there any like goosebumps, maybe that first at-bat last night with uh, getting back in there? Definitely, yeah, yeah. You know, the first game jitters, but, I mean, it's how it goes. What's but. the biggest challenge for getting back in after, you know, not really playing in the spring? Um, I would say, you know, just believe in yourself. You know, you know you've done all this work the whole, the whole fall, the whole spring. Just got to believe in yourself and calm yourself. And, I mean, go out there and ball out. Two days in a row, you guys have trailed 3 to nothing after the first inning. You've won both games. How come? Um, bunch. Uh, we've had a lot of streak or not streaky hitting. I mean, um, seems like the resiliency's been there. Is that yeah, what you're looking yeah, for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, good timing on the hits and a lot of teamwork. You know, uh, had some really good plays today. Um, Frank had a really nice play. Just got to stay in it. Made work with it. Let's talk about your first of the two hits, that RBI single in the third inning, one out at the time after a walk. Bonk moves uh, Cade Westerland to second base. You just delivered there. What did you see on that one? Uh, I just saw fastball. Um, just tried to stay on it and, I mean, barreled it up the middle. Second yeah. time you got a hit was a double in the seventh inning. That, yeah. uh, that was one where off the bat I think it, everyone thought it was just going to be a single. Yeah. Were you thinking two the whole way? You know, I, I was rounding, rounding first, and I saw the guy in the outfield. You know, he was being a little lackadaisical, and I was like, man, I can use my speed, my speed to an advantage here, and just took that extra bag. Had to be pretty exciting getting that. And then coming around to score later with two outs, was that something that's nice for you, you can just break on contact? Yeah, 100%. It worked out really well. Well, Ty, heck of a start to you for this season for you, I should say. The two hits tonight, three times reaching base last night. Keep it up tomorrow. Appreciate that. That's Thank Ty, you. That's Ty Kennedy, Apple Sox third baseman, joining us as he had another solid night at the plate, going two for five in this game, really just setting the tone atop that Apple Sox batting order. What a job he's done so far, and what a job this Apple Sox pitching staff has done so far this season as we're joined by the man really in charge of all of that, the pitching coach, Mike Callia. Mike, this is your second day in game action, I should say, on the job, but you have got to be pretty satisfied with what you've seen from your guys so far. What has stood out from these last two days the most? Yeah, man, definitely some solid starts out of uh, Ryan Martinez and, and Garrett Gores yesterday. So, uh, you know, something we've been preaching is, you know, dominating the OO count, first pitch strikes, and uh, all the way through with the starting pitching and the relief arms, uh, we've been pretty lucky in that aspect where we're dominating the zone, keeping the walks down. These relievers have come in and they've just been dynamite. No runs allowed today, just one yesterday from Luke Myers. Let's start with Joseph Rano. He got that, that big a double play to end the sixth inning. You know, he dealt. He was dealing with that walk. We can talk about whether that call was correct or not. That worked in the Apple Sox favor, so no complaints here. But what did you see from him to get out of the mess there? Uh, I see a lot of confidence in him. You know, that's his first time back on the bump, uh, really at all this spring. So just for him to get back out on the mound and, and pump the zone, uh, other than the walk, obviously, is you know it, it's good for him to build that confidence and then uh, just a clean innings fresh all around. Toby Hart comes in after that, takes care of business here. I guess you're seeing it quickly. I joked about it a lot with you, how Mitch Darlington loves to just bring guys in and let them finish the game. Now, Toby's a guy he talked to me about maybe this could be a starter opportunity for him, get some innings in early on, maybe move him into the rotation later. How would you say he performed tonight? 
yeah, I really loved his mound presence all the way through. You know, we asked him if he wanted the ball there in the seventh, and uh, he had no hesitation in his uh, in his answer there. So uh, just coming in and pumping the zone. Uh, obviously, he's got really good stuff, and um, able to shut it down is really good for us. Saves a pen for tomorrow. It sure does. Yeah, you've only used three relievers here through the first two days of the season. And, you know, Toby Hart, as we mentioned, the two strikeouts for him there. I, which one was bigger for you, the one in the ninth or the one in the eighth? In the eighth, it was, to me at the time, there's still a lot of time left in the ball game. I felt like he's got to kind of get that out right then and there. Yeah, that's a great question. I think uh, getting 0-2 on, on, uh, on Steven Meyer there in the ninth, uh, we were really looking for a punch out right there, so him to get that last hitter of the ball game out, I think that's pretty big. Uh, have some speed on the base paths. Um, that's a tying run there, so I think that was pretty big as well. It's kind of funny. You look at – you talked about it. You haven't used a lot of arms this weekend. Not a lot of teams have pitching as a luxury this early on, pitching depth as a luxury sure. this early on. How nice is this to go into tomorrow knowing, hey, we can play to win one game, especially with that off day on Monday? No, it's great. Yeah, we preach winning series around here, so for us to get the series and, and have the bullpen intact, that's huge. Um, you'll probably see a couple different arms tomorrow, which uh, going into an off day is going to be pretty good for us. Yeah, pretty exciting to see it. Looking forward to what happens tomorrow with the pitching staff as a whole. Mike, thanks for joining us, and thanks we'll talk to you me. next time. Thank you. That's the pitching coach of the Apple Sox, Mike Callia, his first season on head coach Mitch Darlington's staff and here with the Apple Sox. And what a job this pitching staff has done for Wadanshi to this point. Just the one run allowed from the bullpen. These first innings have been troublesome. That's got to be about the only thing the Apple Sox are really looking to rectify heading into the series finale on Sunday as they take on the Ben Elks at 5.05 p.m. in the series finale. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll wrap things up here from Vince Gannis Stadium. The Apple Sox falling, or beg your pardon, winning tonight, rather, by a score of 4-3. Ben falling at home for the second night in a row. The Sox winners of two consecutive to open up 2023. The 2023 season is underway, and new this summer is the Apple Sox 10-game flex pack. For just $60, this new ticket pack includes 10 general admission punches. You can use them all at once or spread the tickets out over the course of the season. The best part is that the 10 tickets can be used for any of the Apple Sox 31 home games. Apple Sox 10-game flex packs are a great way for families to purchase tickets to multiple games, even if they don't know which game they want to go to yet. Head over to AppleSox.com and purchase your 10-game flex pack, for a value of $6 per game today. Attention sports fans, get ready for the biggest event of the summer, the Apple Sox home opener on June 6th. And don't forget, Thursdays are Thirsty Thursdays at the ballpark. Enjoy the game with a cold drink in your hand. With general admission tickets for only $3 and drink discounts, it's the perfect way to spend a summer evening with friends and family. Individual tickets go on sale May 14th, so mark your calendars and get ready to root for the home team. For more information, visit applesox.com. Prior to tonight's game, I had a chance to catch up with Apple Sox utility man Garrett Gores. Give a listen to what he had to say. And we're chatting with Garrett Gores, one of the 10 players who is signed to return to this team after playing for them last year. Garrett made his 2023 debut last night. And really, Garrett, for you, that first inning was the only tough spot, but you really buckled down after the first three hitters. What's going through your mind there after uh, things got off to a rocky start, but you made some great adjustments? Just kind of stick to the course. I mean, early in the first inning, gave up two weak hits, and one guy comes up, gets a barrel, and they find a way to score the other two guys. So really just keep trying to make pitches and let them get themselves out is what they kind of did. I mean, I just threw pitches in good 
good spots, I thought, and then they got themselves out for the most part. What has it meant for you coming back to the Apple Sox? You were here start to finish last season. You come out, you're opening day starter. Had to be a cool way to start off the summer. Yeah, it's really enjoyable. It's nice to like come back, you know, see some familiar faces too with some other guys that are here and then some more guys will be showing up soon. But, you know, it's cool to get the opening day start after being here last year, you know, just see what we can do the rest of the season. Now you get to stay in the lineup here today, batting fifth in the order and DHing. Now it's a f- fans who were watching closely last year saw you do this a couple of times, yeah. but this is a pretty regular thing for you this past spring en route to winning NWAC MVP. What's that like transitioning from being a pitcher to being a hitter one day? Um, I mean, it, I've been doing it my whole life, so it's nothing really like different. Like most kids do it in travel ball growing up, and I just keep getting to do it at the higher level, so it's pretty fun. Is it cool to keep doing it? Like you mentioned, it's pretty fun to do. Is it pretty cool to be doing it at this level? Because you've done it exceptionally well after winning, and as we mentioned, NWAC MVP this spring. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, you could have a rough day pitching or hitting, and then you can come back the next day like, and try to like, you know, make something happen. So it's cool. How do you recover from these days after pitching when you are in the lineup? Or does maybe getting in the lineup kind of help you with that recovery because you're doing different types of stretching to prepare as a hitter? Yeah, I mean, I just move around. I'm hitting, so it's like, I don't know. I feel like, for me personally, I feel less sore when I hit than when I don't hit at all. Like, after pitching, like, when I hit, I don't know, I just feel less sore throughout my body just from moving around and doing stuff, so. Makes sense, using different muscles. We're chatting with Apple Sox utility man Garrett Gorza. Had a first pitch tonight coming up at 635. And, Garrett, correct me if I'm wrong, did you take batting practice yesterday, even on a day where you were starting? I thought I saw you taking some hacks. What goes into that? Because some pitchers, you're pretty locked in on those days, but... I thought I saw you taking hacks, were you? Yes, I was hitting batting practice yesterday. I mean, I did it all this year for Spokane, so it's just something normal in my routine that every time I was pitching, I was hitting batting practice before, so just something I like to do and to keep my swing good, so. Do you feel like it's something that loosens you up maybe a little bit as well? Kind of, because I think guys can get in their own heads sometimes on days they're starting. Yeah, I mean, it takes my mind off of pitching for a good hour before, uh, before I even go to the mound, so keeps me loose you know and in, in a good frame of mind talk to me real quickly about your commitment to gonzaga uh, because that's got to be so exciting for you you're a spokane native played at spokane falls not leaving town at all just moving up a little bit what did that mean to commit to the zags oh i mean i've been a zags fan my whole life so it was really cool to be able to go to the school that i've been wa- growing up watching since i was you know just born going to games like since i was born i've been going to gonzaga basketball games with my family so it's just really cool for me well, great. Uh, congratulations on that. Congrats on winning NWAC MVP. All the hardware you've had lately here. And good luck here tonight, Garrett. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.